Good evening, everyone. This is Brother Brandon coming to you live from Fayetteville, Arkansas with another Fishers of Men video broadcast, and it is good to be here this evening. And uh, I am sorry I am starting a little bit late, but I actually had just came from uh, from uh, some fellow brothers and sisters. I went to their house for Resurrection Sunday uh, meal, so I just had some fellowship time with them, and and uh, eating some food and getting full and all that stuff. So I'm um, sorry, I am a little bit late this evening, but I am on and um, <clears throat> would like to wish everyone a happy Resurrection Day. And <clears throat> today is the day that we take a look at the Lord's Resurrection. And tonight's topic is entitled Christ's Resurrection and the Resurrection. Now, there are two different resurrections. There is one for the um, saints and there's one for the lost. But we're just going to be taking a look at the saints and uh, we're going to be preaching out of 1 Corinthians 15, which is the resurrection chapter. And um, so we're going to be taking a look at that tonight. <coughs> and so before we get into the um, before we get into announcements, prayer requests, and prayer, and the message, um, we're going to go ahead and start off with a couple hymns tonight. And um, I know there are I know some people who um, will probably watch this later. Who have a hymn book so for those of you that do have a similar hymn book as I do um, our first hymn I'm going to be singing tonight is hymn number 35 which is come thou fount again that's hymn number 35 all right <clears throat> here we go come thou fount of every blessing to my heart to sing thy grace Streams of mercy never ceasing Call for songs of loudest praise Teach me some melodious sonnet Sung by flaming tongues above Praise the mount I'm fixed upon it Mount of thy redeeming love Here I raise to thee an altar hither by thy help I'm come and I hope by thy good pleasure safely to arrive at home Jesus sought me when a stranger wandering from the fold of God he to rescue me from danger interposes precious blood oh to grace how great a debtor or daily i'm constrained to be let thy goodness like a fetter bind my wandering heart to thee prone to wander lord i feel it Prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart, oh, take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above. Amen. That, that was, that's a good hymn. I like that. Next one I'm going to sing before we get into our <clears throat> announcements and praise and pray, pray and praises and uh, the message. Go to hymn number hymn number sixteen, how great thou art. <clears throat> o Lord my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the worlds thy hands have made. I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, 
Thy power throughout the universe displayed. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. When through the woods and forest glades I wander, and hear the birds sing sweetly in the trees when i look down from lofty mountain grandeur and hear the brook and feel the gentle breeze then sings my soul my savior god to thee how great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. And when I think, that God his son not sparing sent him to die I scarce can take it in that on the cross my burden gladly bearing he bled and died to, to take away my sin then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art. How great thou art. When Christ shall come with shout of acclamation and take me home, what joy shall fill my heart. Then I shall bow in humble adoration and there proclaim my god how great thou art then sings my soul my savior god to thee how great thou art <clears throat> how great thou art then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Amen. You know, in that one, when it says, When Christ shall come with shout of acclamation, you know, that's talking about Christ's second coming. And can I just tell you something? If Christ was not resurrected, how then can he come a second time? You know, we have something great to praise and thank God for today. Because today is Resurrection Day. This is a day where Christ resurrects from the dead. Death could not hold him. The grave cannot hold him, and death cannot defeat him. And it's today that we celebrate and we rejoice and praise God that Christ resurrected from the grave on the third day. Amen? This is the first day of the week. 
and Christ is alive. He is a, He has resurrected, and He is alive forevermore. Amen. He is alive forevermore. And Christ is coming again to gather His bride. Amen. So, that is something we can look forward to. And uh, praise God that we can celebrate and worship the great love that He has for us through His Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So, I just want to wish you all a very happy Resurrection Sunday. <clears throat> I hope you guys had a great Resurrection Sunday. Um, hopefully, you guys are were very blessed today. And hopefully, that th this message and video will be a blessing to you. Amen. So, I'm going to take a quick drink here real quick. Okay. So, uh, announcements. Other than today being Resurrection Sunday, there is not really any announcements. <clears throat> um, I guess, um, just want to let you guys know that on Friday, we will be we will be going through Romans chapter, let's see here, I think it's Romans chapter 12, and next week, a week from today, I don't know what I'm going to be preaching on yet, so you pray for me on that, okay? Don't know what I'm going to be preaching on, so, um, <clears throat> but I should know throughout the week. So, Friday, Romans 12. Sunday, don't know, but we'll, but we will go through whatever the Lord wants us to preach on. Amen? So, um, prayers and praises. Um, biggest praise, I guess, for, uh, for me today is that today is Resurrection Sunday. Should, and, um, no matter what you're going through, remember that Christ won victory over the grave. Amen? So, that's my praise. Um, prayer requests. Um, please, let's keep Brother Joey in prayer for his pain. Uh, keep me in prayer for my family, ministry, and God's will to be done in my life. Um, I do have someone um, that uh, I need you all to pray for for salvation. Um, there is a fellow sister and fellow brother that wants salvation for lost family members. And please do pray for, um, <clears throat> please do pray, uh, for, um, friends and family that watch these videos, pray for them and pray, uh, you know, for God's will to be done in their lives. Amen. Um, let's see, what else are we missing? Uh, I think that's about it. Um, before we go to the Lord in prayer, let's see, what else do we have here? I think that's going to be about it for prayer requests. Um, so that's going to be it for prayer requests. So let's, let's uh, go before the Lord in prayer, ask His blessing for, ask for His blessings on the message, and uh, we will get started. Okay? <clears throat> so let's pray. Um... Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, I want to thank you, Lord, for today. I want to thank you, Lord, for your mercy and grace and love. Uh, Lord, I do want to I do want to lift these requests up to you, Lord. I do pray for Brother Joey. Pray, Lord, that you be with him. Um, comfort him, Lord. Strengthen him, Lord. Pray, Lord, that you be with him and, and uh, help him and lead him and guide him, Lord. Pray that uh, you just be a, a blessing to him and that there be people that would be a blessing to him, Lord. And I want to thank you, Lord, for his friendship. Um, Lord, I do want to pray, Lord, for those who are lost. I do want to pray, Lord, that you'd please open their eyes. Um, pray that you would just please help them to see um, their need for you. And uh, pray, Lord, that you just lead them and guide them accordingly to your purpose and will. And uh, pray that you just be with them and open their hearts and lives. I pray, Lord, for those who watch this video, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would please... Um, that, Lord, that there be people who will come to know you, to love and serve you, Lord. Um, just, Lord, through, just, I just pray, Lord, that they would, that people would come, that people would come to you, Lord, as a result of these videos. Pray, Lord, that people would come back to you. Um, pray, Lord, you prepare their hearts, Lord, to receive from you tonight. Pray, Lord, that you give me the words to speak. They would be um, your words, not my own. And Lord, do pray and ask you, Lord, for your blessings upon this video, upon 
this, uh, I, just upon just the service, Lord. We thank you, Lord, uh, for your mercy and your grace and love. And Lord, we do thank you, Lord, for your, for resurrecting from the grave. We thank you for, for defeating our enemies. And Lord, thank you, Lord, for giving us and setting us free from our sins. And Lord, we do lift this to you, and we do pray and ask all these things, Lord, in your name. Amen. All right, you guys. <clears throat> tonight we're going to be talking about Christ's resurrection. And um, before we get into anything, I just want to just talk. Let's just look here. Um, resurrection. Resurrection. Believe it or not. is mentioned 41 times in your King James Bibles. Now, I do want to point out something. Resurrection is only found, all the occurrences of the word resurrection, okay, is found only in the New Testament. There are Old Testament examples of <clears throat> of of there are is there is an example of a resurrection in the Old Testament, okay? But in the real, but if you actually look at the word resurrection, <clears throat> resurrection is only found in the New Testament, okay? Forty-one times in the New Testament. And uh, so tonight, we are going to be taking a look at the resurrection. Now, I want to start off with John chapter 11, verse 25. Okay? Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. So Jesus Christ is the resurrection he is our resurrection. And because Jesus Christ resurrected from the grave, okay, he is our resurrection. So if Christ rose from the grave, we too should also be resurrected into newness of life. And Christ is our resurrection. Okay? That's what Jesus plainly says. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. So it is through Christ that he is your resurrection and he is your life. Amen? So. <clears throat> what we're going to do is we're going to preach out of 1 Corinthians 15. So if you have your Bibles, turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. It's witnesses of Christ's resurrection. Okay? It's a lengthy one, so we're going to go kind of fast. Okay? It says, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in, member, or mem in, keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. Okay? So we see Paul is outlining here that... Oops, I'm sorry guys, I gotta I put something behind my back. My back has been kind of bothering me a little bit. Here we go. I'm just gonna <clears throat> Ooh, that's comfortable. Okay, so Paul is outlining here, okay, that Jesus Christ died for our sins. Okay, according to the scriptures. Can I say something on that? It says, according to the scriptures. 
Jesus did not die based on his accord. He died it according to the scriptures. So when anyone tells you that God said this and that, and if it's not according to scripture, you should not listen to him. Let me tell you that when God does something, he does it according to what scripture says. Amen? God is not going to go outside his book. Okay? In Psalms chapter 40 verse 7, it says, Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me. In Hebrews chapter 10 verse 7, it says, Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me to do thy will, O God. Okay, so <clears throat> why do I mention that? Because we see here that it says Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. Everything God does, he's going to do it by the book. Amen? That's why I read that. I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me. It means Christ is going to come. And Christ came and he's coming again according to what is written in this book. There is no more extra biblical revelation we have a sure, a sure word of prophecy. Okay? In 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 19, we have also a more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto ye do well that ye take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Listen, all you need is this book. You don't need dreams. You don't need an audible voice. We have the book. We have this book. Your King James Bibles. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. We don't need some extra biblical revelation because what Christ, God and our Lord Jesus Christ will do things by the book. And only by the book will he do things. Amen. He will not do things outside of his word. I just want to mention that. <clears throat> now, it talks about and that, and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day. Listen, folks, this that is his resurrection. Today is when we celebrate his resurrection. If Christ be risen, we too will be risen at the last day. Amen. Um. And John chapter 6, verse 40, And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. You want to know something? That's talking about your resurrection. And John chapter 6, verse 44, No man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me draw him, and I will raise him up at the last day. Again, that is your resurrection. You know, the term, I will raise him, is mentioned three times in your King James Bibles. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Let every word be established by the mouth of two to three witnesses, folks. Two to three witnesses. In John chapter 6, verse 54, it says, Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life. And I will raise him up at the last day. Folks, that is talking about your resurrection. You have a resurrection coming. Whether you are a righteous man or you're wicked. The righteous will be resurrected unto life eternal. But the wicked are going to be resurrected, judged and tossed into eternal damnation. So there is a resurrection for both the righteous and the wicked. <clears throat> now, and that he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve, 
After that, he was seen of about 500 brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain unto this present, but some are fallen asleep. After that, he was seen of James, then of all the apostles. And last of all, he was seen of me also as of one born out of due time. This is talking about Paul. He's referring to himself. Okay? He's referring to himself as one born out of due time. Now you might say, well, was seen of me? Well, how is that possible? Remember, the Apostle Paul, on his way to persecute Christians in Damascus, he saw the resurrected Lord in the sky. He saw him on the road to Damascus. Um, For I am the least of the apostles that I'm not meet to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Therefore, whether it were I or they, so we preached, and so ye believed. Now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some of, among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? I'm not going to explain that because that is very self-explanatory. If Christ didn't rose, there is no resurrection. Okay? If Christ not if Christ be not risen, there is no resurrection. And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching in vain, and your faith is also in vain. Not going to explain that because that's very self-explanatory. <clears throat> very self-explanatory. Yea, and we are found false witnesses of God because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ, whom he raised not up. If so, be that the dead rise not. For if the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised. And if Christ be not raised... Your faith is vain. Ye are yet in your sins. Again, self-explanatory. But pretty much what Paul said is if Christ, if there is no, re if there is no resurrection, then, if, then that means that Christ wasn't resurrected. If Christ wasn't resurrected, my preaching and your faith is vain. And you're still in your sins. How is it that our sins can be forgiven? How is it that my sins are forgiven? How is it that your sins are forgiven? Do you know why? Because Christ resurrected. If you want to know the evidence of Christ being resurrected, it's the forgiveness of your sins. Your sins being forgiven is an indicator that Christ is alive. And that he is at the right hand of God. And that he is coming again. Amen. He is coming again. Then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ are perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ. We are of all men most miserable. But now Christ has risen from the dead. And become the first fruits of them that slept. For since by man come, for since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. Now, if you're wondering what that means, just hang on. The next verse is going to tell us. For as in, for as in Adam all die. Okay, so man. For since by man came death, that was by Adam, Adam's sin. That's when death came. 
okay? By man came also the resurrection of the dead, okay? That's Christ. Christ was made in the, he was, he was brought, he was made into the image of man. He was made a man. Jesus Christ is God in the flesh. Christ was human. He was a man. But he was a man without sin. He is the second Adam. Okay? Because of his death and resurrection, we now have a we now have resurrection in Christ into newness of life. But every man is in his own order. Christ the first fruits, afterward. They that are Christ at his coming. Then cometh the end when he shall have delivered up the kingdom to God. Even the Father when he shall have put down all rule and all authority and power. For he must reign till he hath power. Till he put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. For he that put all things under his feet. But when he saith all things are put under him. It is manifest that he is expected, which did put all things under him. And when all things shall be subdued unto him, then shall the Son also himself be subject unto him, that put all things under him, that God may be all in all. Else what shall they do which are baptized for the dead? If the dead rise not at all, why are, why are they then baptized for the dead? You want to know something about baptism? When you are baptized, when you are submerged, okay, you submerging is your old man being crucified on the cross. But when you're lifted back up, you are, that shows you a, is a picture of your resurrection into newness of life. And why stand in jeopardy every hour? I protest by your rejoicing, which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord, I die daily. If after the manner of men I have fought with beasts at Ephesus, what advantageth it me if the dead rise not? Let us, let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Awake to righteousness and sin not. For some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. Okay? But some men will say, How are the dead raised up? And with what body do they come? Thou fool, that which thou sowest does not quicken except it die. And that, and that which thou sowest, thou sowest not that body that shall be, but bear grain it may ch chance of wheat or of some other grain. But God giveth it a body as it pleased him, and to every seed his own body. All flesh is not the same flesh, but there is one kind of flesh of men, another flesh, flesh of beasts, another of fishes, and another of birds. There are also celestial bodies and bodies terrestrial. But the glory of the celestial is one, and the glory of the terrestrial is another. There is one glory of the sun, and another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars. And for one star differeth from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption. It is raised in corruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness and is raised in power. Listen, when if a believer dies, okay, to be absent with the to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So when you die, you put off this corruption and you get into a new incorruptible body when you go home to be with the Lord. You are raised and resurrected from the dead. But who is it that's resurrecting? 
Is it you or is it Christ? Because you can't resurrect yourself. Christ does. So what that what does that tell you? So that means that it is God that keeps you. It's God that works in you the work of salvation. You cannot work it. God does. Amen. Now, um, it is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. And so it is written, The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. Howbeit, that was not first which is spiritual, but that which is natural, and afterward that which is spiritual. The first man is of the earth, earthy. The second man is the Lord from heaven. Okay, so Adam is the first Adam. Jesus Christ is the second Adam. When you were born, you were born of flesh and blood, which you were born through Adam. Okay, you were born through Adam. But those who are born again, Christ, the second Adam, makes a quickening spirit. Which means, that which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of spirit is spirit. Hold your place there. Turn with me to John chapter 3. John chapter 3. John chapter 3, verse 6. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the spirit. Everyone that is born of the spirit. Think about that. What did we just read? That the last Adam, the second Adam, who is Christ, was made a quickening spirit. Howbeit, that was not first which is spiritual, but that which is natural, and afterward that which is spiritual. The first man is of the earth, earthy. The second man is the Lord from heaven. As is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy. And as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. And as we have borne the image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Okay, think really quickly. And I don't have time to go into to this. Okay, now how, okay, so when you are born physically, you are born earthy. You are born in the flesh. You are, you are, the offspring of Adam and you have a sin nature okay but when you become born again you will also bear the image of the heavenly it says that we are pre the Bible says that we are predestined to being in the image of Christ well how do how are we predestined to be in the image of Christ well that happens when we are born again when we are regenerated now I want to encourage you guys to go to go to YouTube and look at the teaching that I did on the on regeneration. Okay? Because that will give you uh, that will kind of give you a much bigger picture. But when you're regenerated, you have spiritual DNA, which is this Bible. Okay? And when you gain this the spiritual seed, you are then shaped and pre prepared your whole life to be in the likeness and image of Christ because you have his DNA, spiritual DNA, okay? You have his spiritual DNA. Does that make sense? I hope it's making sense to you guys. I don't want to sound confusing.
But as is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy, and as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. And as we have borne the image of the earthy, we should also bear the image of the heavenly. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. So listen, when you die and you are in Christ and you're born again and you are regenerated, you're going to die and put off this corruptible body and Christ is going to raise you up in that last day and you are going to get an incorruptible body. So your spirit is going to go up and go into a new body. You're going to be raised from the dead and you're going to be placed in an incorruptible body. A body that can't feel, a body that won't have aches and pains anymore. Amen. You'll have a whole new body when you go home. <clears throat> Behold, I show you a mystery. We should not all sleep, but we should all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of, eye, of an eye at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Listen, folks. The dead raised incorruptible. This is a resurrection of the righteous. The righteous will be resurrected. And what we see here is we're seeing, we're actually seeing, um, this is actually talking about the translation, the rapture. Okay? But not all's going to sleep. Not all's going to sleep the sleep of death. But we should all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. Okay, now I want to say something about the rapture. And I, I'm not going to, I don't want to hit anyone over in the head. But I am not a pre-trib rapture. I am not a mid-trib rapture. I am not a post-trib rapture. I am a, I am a last trumpet rapture here's why because it's it's what we just read it says at the last trump the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed for this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality so when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption and this mortal shall have put on immortality. Then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Okay, so But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. You know how we have victory in Jesus Christ? Do you guys know how we have victory in Christ? His death on the cross, making that payment in full, and, sh and, and openly putting our enemies to shame. But most importantly... His resurrection. And that is what we are celebrating today. Resurrection Sunday. It was through Christ's resurrection that we have victory. Amen. Only through Christ do we have victory. Now, <clears throat> believe it or not, 
we just went through the whole chapter of chapter 15. Um, for a second, I just lost my train of thought. So what I want to do is I want to take you through some occurrences of the word resurrection. Okay. Um, in Luke 14, 14. And thou shalt be blessed, for they cannot recompense thee. For thou shalt be recompensed at the resurrection of the just. Um, in Luke chapter 20 verse 35 but they which shall be accounted worthy to obtain that world and the resurrection from the dead neither married nor are given in marriage in Luke chapter 20 verse 36 neither can they die anymore for they are equal unto the angels and are the children of God being the children of the resurrection. Remember, Jesus is the resurrection and the life. And John chapter 5 verse 29. And shall come forth they that have done good unto the resurrection of life. And they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. Folks, listen. Did you hear what Jesus said? There is two resurrections, folks. The resurrection of life and the resurrection of damnation. Let's read that verse again. It says, And they shall come forth, they that have done good, unto the resurrection of life. The resurrection of life. Do you guys get that? And they that have done evil unto the, the resurrection of damnation. If you guys don't like that, I'm sorry, I can't help you with that. That's what Jesus said. That's what Jesus said. Um... Let's read John chapter 11, verses 24 through 25. Martha saith unto him, I know that he shall rise, up, rise again in the resurrection on the, at the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Um, Acts chapter 2 verse 31 He seeing this before spake of the resurrection of Christ that his soul was not left in hell neither his flesh should see corruption uh, Romans chapter 1 verse 4 And declared to be the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead Romans chapter 6 verse 5 For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. That is talking about your baptism. When you were baptized and submerged in the water that represents you being crucified on the cross. And when you are raised up that represents you being resurrected into newness of life. Amen. In 1 Corinthians 15, 12. Now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? Now, we already did 1 Corinthians 15, so we're going to skip all those. But Philippians chapter 3, verse 10. It says that I may know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. 
in verse 11, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. And 2 Timothy 2.18, it says, Who concerning the truth have erred, saying that the resurrection is past already, and overthrew the faith of some. In Hebrews 6.2, it's... Oh, it says, of the doctrine of baptisms, and of laying of, on of hands, and of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. Uh, Hebrews 11.35 Women received their dead, raised to life again, and others were tortured and not accepting deliverance, that they may obtain a better resurrection. That better resurrection is the resurrection unto life. The not-so-good resurrection is the resurrection unto damnation. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. In 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 21, the like figure whereunto even baptism doth also now save us. Not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Revelation chapter 20 verses 5 through 6. But the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power, power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ, and shall reign with him a thousand years. Amen. So, in conclusion... Because he lives, we also have that hope of a resurrection. The resurrection unto life. Amen. Um, <clears throat> so, I want to just take some time here. If you guys are not saved, okay... If you're not saved, don't wait till tomorrow, because tomorrow may be too late. But if you're not saved, you can know for sure that if you were to die today, you'd go to heaven. And all you have to do is cry out to the Lord Jesus Christ. Ask the Lord Jesus to come into your heart. Cry out to God. Ask him to save you. Ask him to forgive you. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Um, Romans chapter 10 verse 9 that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved amen whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved and once you once the, once you cry out and you ask the Lord to save you you ask the Lord to save you he'll save you and if you are truly saved and you are spirit filled and you you if you are regenerated you have that hope and assurance of a resurrection unto life amen a resurrection unto life believer if i might say so if you guys are watching and are believers, I just want to encourage you. 
that no matter what you may be going through, okay, you have a blessed hope to wait upon. A blessed hope who is alive, not dead. For this day, we celebrate Christ's resurrection. And he's coming back to receive his bride. Amen. He's coming back to receive his bride. <clears throat> I'm going to take some time here. To, I'm going to sing um, hymn number three, 382, I Need Thee Every Hour. And then... Uh, We'll close off in prayer, and then we'll kind of have one, just a couple reminders, and then we'll be done for the night, okay? I need thee every hour, most gracious Lord. No tender voice like thine can peace afford. I need thee, oh, I need thee. Every hour I need thee. Oh, bless me now, my Savior. I come to thee. I need thee every hour. Stay thou nearby. Temptations lose their power when thou art nigh. I need thee, oh, I need thee. Every hour I need thee. Oh, bless me now, my Savior. I come to thee. I need thee every hour in joy or pain. Come quickly and abide or life is vain. I need thee, oh I need thee. Every hour I need thee, oh bless me now my Savior, I come to thee. I need thee every hour, most holy one, oh make me thine indeed. Thou blessed Son, I need Thee, oh, I need Thee. Every hour I need Thee, oh, bless me now, my Savior. I come to Thee. All right, you guys. Um... I hope that was a blessing for you guys, okay? I really hope that was a blessing. I hope you guys got something from that. Um, hopefully that you have learned something, that it might change your life. Um, I hope this might be something that you will pass along and share with others because the Word of God needs to be put out there. Amen. Um, so with that said, we'll close in prayer and we'll have a couple of, now of announcements. <clears throat> All right. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, I do thank you, Lord, for this day. Uh, Lord, I do pray and ask you, Lord, that you would just take this video and do with it as you will. Pray, Lord, that you just use this video, Lord, for your glory and for your honor. Pray, Lord, for everyone, those who will watch this video. Pray that you would please just take the word and penetrate it into their hearts. Pray, Lord, that people would see their need for you, Lord, that they might come to be saved. And Lord, we do thank you and praise you, Lord, for your goodness and mercy. And we do look this to you. And we do pray and ask all these things, Lord, in your name. Amen. All right, you guys. Um, so really quickly, and then we'll close. We'll be done. Um, so remember, on Friday, we're going to be getting into Hebrews chapter... Uh, not Hebrews. We're going to be getting into Romans chapter 12. Okay, Romans chapter 12. Uh, we will be doing that 
on Friday. And so we like to encourage you to, to look out for that and join in when it's time. Um, but Sunday, I don't know what I'm going to be talking about, so pray for me on that because I'm not sure what I'm going to be talking about on Sunday. Okay, but Friday, Romans chapter 12. Also be in prayer for um, me as per uh, which book to do next. Uh, we'll be finishing up here Romans. We don't know what I'm going to do, so so please do pray for me on that and pray for God's direction and leading and guidance on that, okay? So with that said, that's going to be it for the night. Um, I love you guys. God bless you. You guys have a blessed night, and uh, we'll see you all on Friday. Okay, guys? Love you guys. See ya. God bless you. Have a good night. See ya. Bye.